Hello, and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. Today's show features another magnificent moxie chat. The mission of this series is to shine a light on the stories of divine, brilliant leaders who are taking risks, pushing through challenges, and living their best life out loud, on purpose, and on their own terms. If you are ready to learn and laugh together, you are in the right place at the right time. As an empowerment consultant myself, as well as an author and international speaker, my daily intention is to speak truth wrapped in grace with divine sides of sass, moxie, and fire. This show is a place for me to share encouraging, empowering stories to ignite your self-talk and sprinkle wisdom to help you define and refine your best self. Are you ready to lean in and learn from a courageous, gracious, tenacious, and absolutely vivacious lioness? Grab your favorite beverage and let's do this. Today's Moxie Chat guest is Luisa Chavez. With over 17 years of experience, a deep love for her industry, and extensive sales and negotiation expertise, Luisa is a California real estate professional and realtor dedicated to helping her clients achieve their real estate goals and needs so they too can leave a legacy. After attending the very first ever Woman Up conference, she was inspired to take a giant leap of faith and leave her comfortable salaried position to venture into entrepreneurship. She now has embraced the liberty of being her own boss and is spreading innovation and creativity in her leadership roles. As a soul-centered entrepreneur, she is immersed in philanthropic efforts to end homelessness, uplift humanity, and empower individuals to become the best version of themselves. Louisa is a mother of two sweet, big-hearted boys. She's been with her current husband for over 13 years, and they were married in August 2017. Yay! We love love. Besides spreading healing and positivity, some of her hobbies include photography, gemstone jewelry making, and all things mindfulness. During our chat, Luisa and I talk about feeling stuck in jobs that aren't a fit, her passion for inspiring our mothers and grandmothers to fully live their lives, and how her newest project, Meraki by Luisa, is filling her soul tank. Without further ado, here's Luisa. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited for this community to meet you, Luisa. Welcome to the show. Yay, I'm super excited. I this, love you. <laughs> this conversation has been a long time coming. I, I love your energy. I love your message. I, I love your passion. I, I love your passion for women, for humans, for this industry. And I know that the, this moxie delicious community is going to embrace you as well. Woo, goodness sakes. We are very passionate about talking about the whole human around here and learning ways where we can better connect with one another, where we can turn competition into collaboration and, and really communicate with one another who we truly are, not who we want others to think we are. <laughs> and we know that takes work, right? Absolutely. Takes work. Um, the first question I love to ask and the, the community loves to hear the answer to is how 
do you define success, Louisa? Success for me is really about being able to do what you love on your time and being able to help those around me as well. Like I want to grow and I want to help everybody around me grow. So I think success for me is making an impact on those that are around me. That's so beautiful. And in the real estate space, which is where you focus there, you know, one of the most intense, gratifying, hopefully gratifying (laughs) purchases most people make in their entire lives is a home to grow their family in or to downsize when their families, you know, flying away into creating their new lives. So what a perfect industry for you to plant yourself into, to be able to make an impact. Yeah. And I never thought that I'd be in real estate. And I think it was when I, you know, started handing out the keys and, and started seeing how accomplished they felt. It just resonated. I thought, you know, this is what I need to be doing. I need to help people build a legacy. So what was your path? Did you get your real estate license and start selling real estate right away? Or like, what was your path into becoming a business owner, right? A, to mm-hmm. own your own, you know, book of business. Um, I was working at a commercial real estate company. Uh, it had a kind of an admin marketing position and the natural way to grow in that company was to get your license so that you can start sharing in, in commissions. Um, at the time, the, the team that I was working for, they, they didn't want to necessarily have um, an, another commissioned person on their team. So I had just gotten my real estate license and I wanted to put it to use and I decided to go ahead and start seeking opportunities. Um, I ended up going into new home sales and it was a perfect time um, because it was they, the, the homes were flying off the market as soon as the phase releases were going. <laughs> and so um, it was a perfect way for me to learn the real estate market because I, I was handholding them. It was a project that was for new first-time home buyers. It was a entry-level kind of project. And so, I, you know, when I started handing them the keys is when I realized that I wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. And then I got out of new homes when I had my second son. Um, the schedule there was, you know, you had to work every weekend, your days off were like Tuesday, Wednesday. So I decided to leave the new home sales and go back to a corporate job at that time. Yeah. Um, and many things happened, you know, in between, um, that was in San Diego. I went through a divorce. I eventually moved to, uh, LA back to LA where I'm from. We're from the San Gabriel Valley area. It was a tough time too, because I think I got into residential real estate a few months before the market crashed. Mm. And, and when I was working with um, a top producing real estate agent out in Santa Monica, he didn't even know how to let me know that he had to let me go because the market was, was so bad. And I just remember him telling me, you know, at, at this point, um, you're the only one that's making money. And, and I had just signed a lease for a two-bedroom duplex. On, you know, it was a, a duplex property. And I had just signed a one-year lease and, and moved out to the mid-city area and then no job. So 
at the wow. and, and then the market had crashed. And so um, I started just kind of hustling, looking for opportunities here and there to keep going. And eventually I, I ran into a corporate uh, position uh, with a real estate investment company. And it was the perfect uh, opportunity for me at that time because it was a Monday through Friday job. Um, they had benefits. I was able to um, learn so many incredible, amazing things there. And um, it was a high volume, fast paced environment. So yeah. in, in those eight and a half years that I was there, it was, um, it was incredible, amazing opportunities. And um, it was also very stressful. But in the end, I was able to buy a home, you know, get my feet back back up like stand tall again feel like a, a successful person <laughs> yeah which is yeah yeah I, I mean it, start from the bottom again sure sure and and while raising children mm-hmm. you know I mean that's that's many many hats to wear uh, you know I think when I ask you about the three words that describe you and and when you when you responded transparent spiritual and giving, I immediately connected the dots between those three words and you. And in even listening to you now share what what occurred, right? What your journey was, you know, where did you start in inside real estate? I think that it's such a, a vast industry that you can get lost in it and you can, you can lose your way, right? Mm-hmm. You can start doing some, something. There's so many so, so many different ways that you can be in this industry. <laughs> like, and some people get stuck, right? Yeah. And so I love the three words that you chose. I'd love for you to share a little bit about why you chose those words. Sure. I chose transparent because that's a word that many people use to describe me. Uh, when they, I've, I've seen them uh, in, you know, when they share comments on Facebook or, or Instagram and and when they talk about me, they say, you know, this is Lisa. Like, this is, you see what you get. She's, this is her. This is her, her nature. And then um, spiritual, the spiritual side has come uh, in the last, I would say, four or five years. It's like a predominant thing that's been slowly progressing. I, I've been, you know, slowly working through so many uh Things and, and now that I realize kind of what my true <laughs> passion is, because it was originally real estate, it still is in a way, but what do you do with the, the real estate part? You know, mm-hmm. what, what, when you start questioning what you're, what am I really here for? What do I do with this? That's when the spiritual side kicked in. And then, um, you know, it, it really is about um, giving back, being loving on humans, being philanthropic. Um, that's where the connection comes in, where where you realize that you know it's great to be um, successful monetarily, but how can you leave other people behind? You you know you you can't do everything that you want to help everybody out, but you can be that grain of salt that we'll be able to create a ripple. And if we all thought that way, there would be no homelessness. There would be, you know, no need for, for hunger in our own country, in our own backyard. 
Yeah. So it's so true. You know, uh, have you read or listened to throwing rocks at the Google bus? No, that's interesting. It's a very, it's a great, I mean, I listened to it on audible, but it, what the premise of the book is, is that we, you know, we started down this path of the digital age, if you will, and kind of this, you know, robots and AI and, and thinking that it was going to actually help us create more margin for what mattered, right? That was our hope is that, you know, like a farmer could uh, purchase a robot that would till the field or do something that would save them time when actually it's done just the opposite. It's made, it's increased the pressure to do more, be more, 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 more all the time. And that, it's, it's creating such a rift in our society. And the, the throwing rocks at the Google bus part was when Google was putting bus stops in certain areas in San Francisco, that all of the rent would like triple within a walking, you know, a five mile radius of where that bus stop was. And so people were basically losing their homes because Google put a bus stop in. And so all of the landlords were increasing their rent because, well, Google people live here, I can be charging more money. It's this whole thought that's this, the greed, right? Mm -hmm. This greediness that everyone's seeking to be a billionaire now, like, like that's some kind of badge of honor, as opposed to what do we really need? Mm -hmm. What do I need to live my best life? What does that really look like? And then what do I do with what's left? Instead of, doing more and getting more and getting bigger, how do I put a hand out and help someone else? And I think that we're starting to see more and more people talk like you're talking, Lisa, that they're starting to realize this isn't sustainable. When I I drive down to um, Los Angeles and I mean, it's homelessness is everywhere. I mean, they're on the sidewalks in tents. Every, I mean, you cannot avoid it. And it's like, you just think right up the street, there's somebody who's living in a $40 million home. (laughs) And right down the street, somebody, you know, multiple people, hundreds of people are living on the sidewalk. I know that you recently made a change in where you not only hang your license, but where you actually now... um, dwell with others who, who have a similar mindset, a spiritual mindset, and, you know, share values with you. So how is that, how is that feeding into what we're talking about here, your words of, of giving and, and being transparent? Like, what are you doing in your slice of the galaxy <laughs> with these people that is, is helping you realize this, this vision that you have of, of being more connected and, and helping and giving? Sure. Um, I have a saying that says, um, el sol brilla para todos, which means the sun shines for everyone. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of the premise of who I am. I want to make sure that people know that we are not here to compete. We are all living under the same sun and we all have the same opportunities. Everybody should have the same opportunities, you know. And so um, I started um, going to these um, meetings um, earlier this year, um, where this community thinks the same way, where we want to help, we want to contribute and give back. It's a very spiritual community. And, and so now I have like a whole family 
of brothers and sisters that are connected in that love for humanity. Mm. Um, Legacy Real Estate is um, kind of one of the companies that is um, in partnership with the Mortgage Phoenix Group and they in turn are going to be their ambassadors basically for Prosperity Homes. Prosperity Homes is a movement that has been created for our real estate community and, and mortgage professionals and basically anybody who's in, in that real estate industry to be able to give back. And so they, um, we will be going on builds. Our first build uh, next year is January 11th. Um, the real estate community basically either donates or raises funds to build these homes out there. That's one part of it. But in, in the vision for 2020, we're also trying to see how we can help um, some of the families there um, with whatever they need, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the stories that sticks out that we, we um, talk about a lot is um, a young kid named Jorge who works out in the fields. And because he's kind of taken the role of, of, the, of the person that provides in the home, and I believe he's only like 16, he's not able to go to school. So we're trying to figure out a way where we can give and be able to give him the opportunity to live like a normal kid and and have those opportunities to go to school and get an education and not be the person that's, you know, uh, designated as as a person that's bringing in the, the income on the home. Right. And, and so we're trying to find solutions. It's a huge movement that um, I'm very passionate about. Yeah. And we're going to be able to, you know, take it to a next level in 2020. And I'm super excited about it. I'm, I'm happy to be participating in this and becoming an ambassador myself. I love it. I love how a simple change in the industry is moving your license from one place to another. But you've really taken the time to to find the right fit. And I think too often, um, you know, we think about moving our license because we want to make more money, right? The split isn't right or the way the commission structure works isn't great or the training offered or something that it, that is much less values-based, mm-hmm. right? And I think that it's, that's so beautiful. And, and I want to celebrate that with you because that will be life-changing in itself. Mm-hmm. That simple honoring of our values is such a profound act. And that's so exciting. I mean, I'm really looking forward to watching this next season in front of you. I mean, how exciting. It's simply beautiful being in alignment, you know, being in alignment and having a community that is share the same values and goals and you'll be building out there together. Yes. I think that's so fantastic. Speaking of being with others and building things together, I absolutely loved your answer when I asked you if you could share a meal with any three people, (laughs) what you said. (laughs) So uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about what you want to do with Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) Oprah. Well, she's amazing. Everybody loves Oprah, right? But um, what if we put some Latin flavor with Oprah? I thought let's, let's have her uh, instead of just, 
sitting down and having a meal with her. Why don't I invite her over or have her invite me to her house and we'll start making tamales, we'll start making pozole, whatever she can eat <laughs> uh, and is willing to try to, to prepare. I mean, it would be amazing to see her that way. And I mean, yeah. she, she's very humble and, and giving and I just thought it was hilarious. I was cracking up when I was thinking of this response too, but it, that's what came up naturally. Yeah, that's I think that's I so much fun. Well, and, and we know that Oprah loves to eat, right? I mean, she has a love-hate with food, like we mm -hmm. all do. Yeah. And there's something beautiful about um, one, of, one of the gentlemen that I dated when I was in my 20s was Mexican, and his family had this amazing tradition of making the tamales. Like mm -hmm. all of I and I was invited to come in with all the women sitting at this table Oh my gosh, if you have never done this, you need yes. to do this. You need to walk through this process. And the bags of tamales in the in the freezer for like, I mean, months. Mm -hmm. It was so awesome. It is. It and is. to make that with your own hands and to be responsible for wrapping it in the husks and oh so I, I would love to see you do this with Oprah. <laughs> oh, uh, let's channel her in. <laughs> yes, right? Um, I mean, I think we can, I think when we make the food that we enjoy, we love the food, mm -hmm. right? We know where it came from. We know how it was prepared. Mm -hmm. We're putting love into it. Yes, it's soul food. Hopefully, absolutely. right? Yes, the soul absolutely. food side of things. Yes. Um, I think that would be so amazing. Uh, who else was on your list? I think you said the Dalai Lama. Yes. <laughs> Which totally makes sense, right, everyone? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking about spirituality and giving. I love that. So the Dalai Lama was on your list. And? And, and Mother Teresa, um, I remember when I was uh, reading, uh, learning about her story as a saint, it was kind of, I transported kind of seeing her out there in the streets, I believe, I read somewhere, you know, she pretty much didn't eat until everybody ate. Mm -hmm. And I mean, what kind of, you know, that's the human uh, of her, the, the connectedness, the, the love for, for humanity that I feel. That's yeah. kind of how I feel. Like, you know, I, I wish that there weren't people out there that didn't have food to eat, you know. And yes. we know how blessed we are when, especially during these times where, um, you know, it's supposed to be bountiful, but it's not that way for everybody. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's getting, it's getting more skewed. And I think that's what, mm -hmm. that's what's tugging on the heartstrings of the empaths on the planet. I, yes. I believe that is that we're, we're seeing, it feels overwhelming. It feels like we're going the wrong direction mm -hmm. and it's hard to tell who to believe. Mm -hmm. Like, are we, is it getting better or is it actually getting worse? It's like politics, right? It, you don't know who's telling the truth. They all just want everyone to believe what they want everyone to believe. And so it really, it comes down to what you're doing with your own two hands, what you're doing with the finances that come into your home. And that is what you can control. And I think it's a beautiful thing when we do have bounty that mm -hmm. we share it with others. And Absolutely. I love how you're weaving this beautiful new tapestry with the direction that you're going. 
Now you sent me home. I was going to have it here in my office. I did not grab it. It's, it's right outside of my room, the beautiful piece of art that you um, have created. So let's, t- let's talk a little bit about that adventure. Is it uh, Meraki? Is that how you it's, say it? It's Meraki by Luisa. Mm-hmm. And um, I stumbled upon this word and it basically means to put a piece of your soul, your love, your creativity into things. And I've been doing a lot of um, spiritual quotes and just mindfulness quotes on, on social media. And I used to call them Louisisms. This kind of became what, what resonated with me, what really, I love the Meraki by Louisa um, name because it's, I, whatever I touch, whatever I do, I put a little soul and essence of me into it mm-hmm. and so i it, and that it, this is what it became meraki by luisa and 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 so the real estate business i'm trying to uh converge it with my spiritual side and so i i ha- so that people know me in this manner you know it's it's not only real estate it's also this love for humanity and then yeah. the philanthropy part i'm working on so a website beautiful. so that it'll be a lot more visual and they'll be able to to see me as um, a you know a professional with the real estate business. I'm also a notary, and I also do um, financial services. And then my spiritual side, where I'm learning Reiki and I'm practicing meditation and I'm doing all these other things. And then the philanthropy part, where we're going to be you know giving back through prosperity homes and finding other venues to be able to support in the industry so it's incredible it's incredible but it's taken um this year to really um build this it's taken this year to create this vision yes Mm -hmm. well and you and i have talked before about your uh, you know part of part of your journey and and where we truly connected was through the woman up movement and you know you mentioned earlier that you were you were blessed with this great corporate job. It was fast and furious. It was also very stressful. <laughs> and, you know, inside the, the kind of the investment and, and flipping and that whole world, it is very, it's kind of the antithesis of spirituality. Because <laughs> it's, you're, you know, it's, it is all about the bottom line. It's, it, it it's speedy. It, it's not always, about, it's, it's, um, how do they say that? They say it, um, quantity, not quality. Mm-hmm. And, and so I love that, you know, you were able to open up, you, you were able to kind of leave that space. You walked into a woman up conference and you found a space where other women mm-hmm. were coming together. And mm-hmm. I'd love for you to share a little bit about what that felt like when you finally were like, wow, this actually exists somewhere. Yes. Um, I'll talk about, I'll, I'll share with you that the lotus flower, that's kind of the representation in, in the Meraki by Luisa logo. The, the lotus flower, as we know, it comes in from the bottom, from the dark places, the murky waters. It grows and birds there and then it blooms into something incredibly beautiful and amazing, you know that's kind of been the journey. Like I've gone through so much stuff that I, I felt this is me. I'm like finally blossoming. <laughs> um, mm. 
and I'm thankful for the places, the dark places and the journey, because now I'm able to recognize why they had to happen. And I'm able to share and be able to help others see what could be happening in their lives. Psst. Hey, it's me. Well, you are listening to the Fire Up podcast, but we'll be right back to the show after this break. Have you heard I'm working on an exciting new collaboration with Molly McKinley of Intentionalities? We're putting together a moxilicious bundle with my new book, a journal, affirmation cards, a candle, matches to light your soul tank on fire, and a special empowerment blend tea to sip on while you enjoy the process. Head on over to moxyonfire.com, add your name to the list for updates, and reserve a bundle or two today as you wish. Again, that's moxyonfire.com. All right, back to the show. I started questioning at my corporate job if this was it, if like, if, is this really what life is about? I don't think that I'm here on this earth just to be making, uh, you know, living by paycheck by paycheck or, or being on this three-hour commute every day. You know, this isn't life. There, there has to be a different uh, purpose for me. That's kind yeah. of when I started questioning and, and then I started seeking. I eventually saw this email regarding uh, Women Up. I had no idea what it was. I knew I had to go. Something told me inside that I needed to attend. And I asked for half day off to go check it out. And I just fell in love. Within the first hour, two hours, I knew that I had to stay that whole day. Like there was no way I was going to (laughs) leave half day. I said, this is incredible. This is, um, you know, who this is who I want to be a part of. Like, this is the community that I need in my life because mm-hmm. I needed to be able to, to have and be, because I, I felt like I, I also wanted to be like some of these uh, amazing ladies that, that spoke at that first event. I, I wanted to, get to see how I can help others, um, you know, not be disillusioned with the real estate you know, uh, industry, because yeah. where I was coming from, I felt like it was very, you know, all about the numbers and just getting that transaction closed. And, and that's the hustle. Yeah. The hustle. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting how that it's, it's, there's a very masculine feeling to the word hustle, right? Mm-hmm. At like very testosterone filled mm-hmm. <laughs> race car driving, hustling. Uh, and I, I think one of the things that I love the most about the woman up community and the the community of women who are really truly opening themselves up to one another in inside this community and outside it, like not everyone's part of the same movement, but that women are finally realizing that there is power in their bringing their feminine energy into this industry and that, that men are waking up and saying, Oh, you mean I can let that side of me into my business as well. And they're seeing the, the joy that not only is bubbling over inside them, but that they actually are spreading because they don't, they aren't answering every question with a what (laughs) that they, that they actually have more peace in, in their lives because they have a a bigger purpose outside Mm -hmm. of a, of a paycheck. Right. Uh, Money is not evil. We can do amazing things with money, but when that's the only thing we're pursuing, it 
gets messy. It, it's, yes. it gets very, very messy. I'm so happy that you found the Woman Up community. I'm so happy that we were able to connect in there. I, I would love to, to hear what do you think 2020 is going to hold as far as your next steps inside the community with other women in the community? Like, what are you brewing? Like, what's kind of happening in that space for you now? Um, on the real estate side, you can say that I'm really going to be intentional about bringing uh, more awareness to the Latino community, the Hispanic community, doing more Spanish-speaking um, talks, videos, uh, informational pieces, just to raise awareness. And a lot of the times they're not able to connect because of the language barrier. Yeah. And so being a present on social media is, you know, you, you can use it for, for good, obviously, to make sure that um, you're informing and educating. And then on the spiritual side, um, I'll be also doing uh, a lot more talks um, with women trying to, you can say in general with everybody, but I'm, my, my target is going to be women like my mom's age where I want to be able to tell them, hey, you know, you have to kind of unlearn some of the things that you taught us because they're not really serving you. <laughs> um, right, right. They're stuck in that. I want to be able to help them heal mm -hmm. certain things about their past. And that's one of my, my, my huge projects that I'm feeling really passionate about. I love that. Uh, to fill in. And, and uh, I have a name right now that I'm playing with, um, Sanando Corazones, which means healing hearts. And um, I think that because now I have this vision of knowing that th there were so many things um, that I was growing up with that weren't really serving me. And yeah. I want to be able to, to connect with women that have been living under these same, uh, you know, dispositions so that they can live their best lives. You yeah. Know, they can break free. Away. You yeah. know, what's interesting. So I, um, I don't know if you knew this, but earlier this year, I spoke in Spain, in Mocionate, and that's a made-up word. It's <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> excited about real estate, I think, is, is kind of how it came together. Anyways, one of the interesting things is uh, that I was part of was a panel about women in real estate in Spain. Now, you want to talk about patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> that culture definitely has a, a a man has a place and a woman has a place and and the women are are breaking free from that right they're kind of breaking through and and creating a new space and i was really worried about sharing what's happening in in the states mm -hmm. with with women and because there were a lot of men in the room and i was so beautifully surprised by how the men were listening and really leaning in and that I really believe that across the planet, across languages, because of course, I was the only person speaking English there. Everyone else spoke Spanish. They had to wear a headset to understand what I was oh, wow. saying and vice versa, right? Um, so everything I would say, there'd be a translator translating in Spanish in their ears and everything that was said in the room, the translator would then tell me what they were they just said it was so amazing but sitting in this room and i had these preconceived notions about 
what they were going to think. And gosh, are they going to boo me off stage? Like, get out of here, crazy American lady. Uh, but I think we're all ready for this. I think that our, I think our moms are ready. I think we're ready. I think we're ready to, to switch those roles and become a guide for our parents. And I also think we've got a lot of, a lot of people who are ready to wake up, Louisa. Mm-hmm. I think that we have people who are just kind of coming out of their nap mm-hmm. and they're looking for women like us who mm-hmm. are speaking a language that, that resonates with them. And our messages may be similar, but how we say it, the tone we say it in, how we share that is different. And I think that it's so powerful that we can all come together and shine a light on what everyone's doing because that's what allows it to grow faster. It's what allows change into our hearts and into our communities in a way that one of us cannot do on our own. And so what's your heart for this program that you're doing with your mom? How can the community help? So uh, I'm, I'm guessing that by the time we air this episode, we'll have a, a, a link. So check your show notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what, what can we do to help? How, how would you ask us for help in that initiative? Um, Well, definitely if you're in the greater LA area um, and you know uh, women with great stories, it would be amazing to be able to bring them up on stage. Um, I I know I've shared with um, some people, they tell me, well, there's my mom. My mom was, you know, with my dad for 35 years and she never had a voice and you know, they finally split up and now she's, um, you know, blossoming. She's an entrepreneur. She's, you know, happy. Those are the kind of stories that um, I want to uh, interview and and be able to, um, you know, pretty much um, present to other women because yeah. we all have a story. Yes. Um, especially in my family, um, we have some... Uh, incredibly strong women but have been suppressed and so the key thing here is to let them know you know you need to you need to live it's time for you to live it's time for you to be happy enjoy yourself Um, especially in our community uh, the mom the grandma is the one that takes care of the kids and you know we need to give them their time too. They, they need to be able to have their, their, their me time as well. There's yeah. so many things and then they have past traumas that they need to get rid of. And so um, if you're in the greater LA area, um, you can definitely reach out to me if you have these amazing stories uh, of women that would love to share because I I'd love, love to interview them. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, I'm pretty sure we all know at least one person who lives in mm-hmm. LA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. I know a lot of our of our listeners are in well, at least on the West Coast. So that's a great call to action. We'll make sure to give them ways that they can get in touch with you. I love that. I think that initiative is absolutely beautiful. Okay, let's swing back to one of my favorite questions, which is what does Moxie mean to you, Louisa? Well, when I think of Moxie, I think of you, obviously. (laughs) And your beautiful red hair. And it's that 
you know, bringing uh, things alive, putting color into things, putting spark into things, uh, joy, laughter. I mean, I think of Moxie and I just think glitter and, and happy. It makes, it's a feeling of happiness. It's a feeling of joy. And, and you know, I, I've seen some videos online of these little girls that have a lot of spunk and I thought, I think that little girl has moxie, you know, yes. especially when you, when you watch Ellen videos and, you know, she loves to have um, incredible people on there. Yes. I love it when she gets the little girls who are like, are doing their affirmations in the mirror mm -hmm. and like, I'm amazing. And I love my cousins and, <laughs> you know, they're just going to town. I, I think as young girls, as little girls, we all have moxie. And I think some of us just lose connection to her. And we, we tr we've tried to do that and it didn't work. And there's so many of us sim similar to how in your world awakening is, I think in, in my world, the women who are part of the, um, the fire up your moxie movement are shedding all of those things. Right. My target demographic is Gen X right? It's us that are, I'm trying to just get that, that learning out of their heads now. It's okay to be different. Mm -hmm. It's actually incredible to be different. Yes. I love being me. I didn't always love being me. I mean, I did when I was a kid, <laughs> but there was, you know, a good 25 years of my life that I was like, I wanted to be someone else. I needed to be a different size or, or a, have a different hair color or just look be sound something different in order to be better or to be accepted. And man, it is so much fun when you can live authentically out loud. And it, it's so hard to get people to understand that until they taste it. Yes. You know, cause once you taste it, once you go, wow, like I can be me. I can say the words that are on my heart. I can use moxie. I can use glitter and sassy and, and still be who I am. It doesn't mean I have pink everywhere. I wear a lot of black. I, my nail polish is rarely pink. It's usually black or something, you know, kind of on the mod side, but I can still use those words. It's okay. It's powerful. And so I love to hear that you're living it. I'm, I'm so proud to know you. And to have you share your story with this community. Before we go, I want to get some rapid fire in because <laughs> these are so much fun. Oh, yes. <laughs> are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. All right. First, what's on your nightstand? My, my Google Play. I put my music on there. Um, I also have books, a lot of books. I have um, recently somebody gifted me um, from after finishing the course, we have the book Reinventing Organizations. I have uh, some Woman Up uh, books on there by the Happy Woman, Happy World. Oh, Beate Chalette. Yes. yes. And then Valerie Alexander's book, The Success as a Second Language. Yes, yes. So... I'm reading through those. Um, I always have uh, some kind of uh, like aromatherapy 
uh, lotion or something. Oh, I love that. Of course you do. So reading, (laughs) music, something that smells good and makes you feel good. Beautiful. How about a favorite movie? The Notebook. The Notebook (gasps) is my favorite movie of all time. I still cry my eyes out every time I see it. Oh my goodness. I mean, that story, I mean, we all wish for that kind of love, you know? Yeah. Uh, You know, this is not turning into rapid fire. I'm actually going to say something going against my own rules, but that's okay. It's, it's our show today. (laughs) Uh, When I watched that movie for the first time with my mom, I mean, I was a grown woman. We were in uh, kind of in our theater room. I was sitting on the couch with my mom and I sobbed for three hours with her. Like, I I couldn't watch it for a couple of years because I was so impacted by that movie. I mean, and sobbing. My mom was like, are you okay? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, it was so good. It was so good. Oh, I love it. It's such a good cry too. It is. Oh, it's, I love, I love crying. Like, I love to cry. I, I don't necessarily love the reasons that inspire crying sometimes, but, <laughs> but that kind of cry, oh, so good. It's so cleansing. And I, I love, uh, there's so many po- fun poems out there about, you know, why God gave women tears. And, and I, I love them all. Like, I just love this idea that we are, are cleansing and getting these emotions and, and experiencing them on mm-hmm. such a visceral, physical way. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Okay. Um, do you have a pet? Oh, my goodness. I, uh, <laughs> I'm a foster mom to, I don't know, I think there's like seven or eight cats now. Uh, <laughs> I need families for them, poor things. Um, I, so I'm let's add that to the call to action. Yes. If anybody needs a cat, yes. <laughs> message Lisa. I will deliver. <laughs> Um, they're beautiful though. They're, I mean, they're really well taken care of. They're beautiful cats. Um, I, I'm probably going to keep two, but I definitely need to, um, they, they've been weaned. The little kittens are, have been weaned and, and they need to, uh, they're ready. They're ready for their home. Oh, well, this is, you know, uh, I know this will air after Christmas, so we'll have to put something over on the, the woman up page, the group. Because yes. there's lots of ladies that are in SoCal and maybe somebody's looking for a kitty for a Christmas present. Oh maybe my gosh. a brother that and a sister one. or two sisters. Maybe you yes. could find a home for siblings. Oh, I would love that. That would be amazing. Um, okay. Biggest pet peeve. I don't think I have any right now. That's uh, a beautiful it, thing. It, it, it comes with the work. I think um, you just learn to let go of certain things that don't serve you. Yeah. Um, but that's probably that would it would probably be me when I when I don't see that right away and I if I get a little upset and I have to catch myself and say okay is this worth my time is this worth my energy okay let's move on yeah yeah that's so good that's beautiful though I love that I mean it's it is a sign of of the work that you're doing. That's, that's a, you be- wanna, that's a beautiful validation, right? Yeah, for the, you wanna, the time you're investing. Yeah. You want to focus on the, on the positive yes. focus on the stuff Amen. that is going to serve. Yeah. Yes. Um, favorite beverage. Mm, coffee. Without your coffee girl. Coffee. Yes. Are you, do you drink it straight up or do you put creamers in it or flavors? Um, I put um, this 
creamer that I found. Uh, it's like a coconut flavored, um, but not too sugary. Yes. And it's perfect. And I got my little cup right here. <laughs> <laughs> don't drink a cup. I love it. You know, and this coconut one. to me, I don't know if, it, if this does it for you, but whenever I use like a coconut lotion or put coconut in my coffee or anything, I feel like I'm on vacation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's something that feels relaxing it like lowers the blood pressure coconut it's crazy it's crazy how it does that but you know again nature's way of helping us relax (laughs) yes and then the coffee that i drink is actually called bulletproof coffee i don't know if you've heard of it sure yeah Yeah. yeah he's he's amazing actually there's a um i think that their headquarters are here in seattle the bulletproof Mm. coffee headquarters very very interesting company for sure Mm -hmm. for sure Okay, um, what song is on repeat for you right now? Okay, this is totally not mainstream, but this this song really grounds me and, and puts me in a in a good mood and relaxes me. It's called Naturaleza, and it's a uh, by Danit. You'll have to look it up. I will. It. <laughs> it's you know kind of for meditation, kind of relaxing, unwinding. I have it on re- repeat. I will put it over and over again. It's just very calming, very smooth. All right, I'm gonna, I love I'm gonna music, paint you for... all kinds of music. Yes, and when well, I, I imagine. work out, uh, you know, you know, I really like to start get moving. But yes. I think that one is where I I really um, list, can listen to it over and over again. I love that. Well, maybe after we're done on the show, you can shoot it over to me and I'll put yes. it into the show notes. That would be great. Okay. A couple more here. Um, what would you be doing if you weren't selling real estate? Ooh. I'll tell you what I thought I was going to be doing. I <laughs> thought I was going to be <laughs> in um, criminology working for the FBI. I don't know why. I, I, that was something that I was interested in when I was in high school. And, um, but I think if I, if I wasn't doing real estate, I'd probably be like in the medical field, like a pediatrician or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. Like I I have that that nurturing, you know, you do. Yeah. 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 You know, crazy, um, connection there. I thought I was going to be in the FBI as well for many years until I turned 30. And then I was like, yeah, if I haven't done it yet, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that interesting? And we're both now into this beautiful, like, um, connection, human. I I love that. I love knowing that we have that in common. That's fun. (laughs) Okay. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? The ability to end homelessness and make everybody happy. Mm. Kind of, which goes along with the, you know, the solbria para todos. Like I want to see other people have the same opportunities and, that would right. be amazing, right? If we could just eradicate it all. Yes. Well, and I, I loved that saying that the, the sun shines for everyone. For everyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's so beautiful. And of course, that superpower makes absolute sense. All right. Um, last one. Who would play you in the movie of your life? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I don't know. I would have to say maybe Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> That's exactly who I would say. 100%. She is your doppelganger. 
<laughs> and I wish she I could had rock you. Her physique. <laughs> Mav, you, your purpose is is more than than how, how you look. <laughs> True. I mean, her where she is and and where where God has her on this planet is about what she looks like. That's how she gets to where she goes, and and that's got to come with a huge set of pressures, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. a huge set of pressures. Um, you are uniquely you, but she would be a really great actress I to play you. I couldn't think of anybody else. I, I knew like, you were going to say two of and you're gone. She's going to say J-Lo. She's going to say J-Lo. <laughs> maybe I sent it over to you. Oh, no. Ooh, maybe I made maybe, it. <laughs> maybe you did. You did. <laughs> maybe I did. Oh, my goodness. All right. So I would love for the community to know from you, Louisa, what is the best way for them to connect with you? I, I know that there are going to be lionesses that – are so drawn to you that have stories that they want to share. They have moms they want to connect you with. So what's the best place for them to reach out? Um, Absolutely on social media, um, on Facebook and Instagram, you can find me with um, at sold by Louisa. Okay. At sold by Louisa. And then I will have the Meraki by Louisa.com website up soon as well. Awesome. You can kind of see the, the teaser if you go on there now. But um, I'm putting in content. We're working on some videos. And um, yeah, ready to rock it in 2020. It's yes. Be this transformational. Is, this will be your best year yet. I don't like to say your best year ever because that just seems so finite, but your best year yet. I think that's so exciting. Thank you so much for joining me today, for sharing your heart and your soul and your story. I'm, I'm really, truly excited to do life with you. And however I can support you, if you would love to come back on the show and share with us once all of these things are rolling, other ways that the community can help, I would love to do that. Um, Whatever I can do to shine a light on you, because the sun also shines on you, my friend. (laughs) Well, that's why we we connect. We all have a purpose in our lives. And I really appreciate you. I love you to pieces. You know that Uh, you guys have been amazing. And I really thank you for the opportunity to be here. I love everything that you do. You're amazing. That is so sweet. I love it. Um, I'm super excited for 2020 and beyond to see your business grow, to see our friendship and connection grow stronger, to see where we all take women up because it is truly a, a community of women who are doing things together alongside bold men who are ready to take action. And it's like, I, in my wildest dreams, I know I can't imagine what it's going to be. And that is so exciting. It is exciting. <laughs> it is. I know oh, that feeling. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Thank you for joining me today for a divine dose of truth wrapped in grace with sides of sass, moxie, and fire. Want more information on what we talked about today? You'll find the show notes and links over on my website, debratraben.com. Search the podcast title and voila! If you enjoyed the show today, please hit subscribe, click those stars to rate me, and leave a review. Oh, and don't keep the show a secret. Pretty please, share it with your friends too, okay? Lioness, I am praying you enjoy living your best life out loud, 
on purpose and on your own terms. As always, keep your eyes open for moments you can engage, elevate, and empower your world.